Hello, Penny here. This week in the garden, we're diving into the archive from season one with a replay of two of my favourite episodes. So I have nothing but either tiny, tiny saucers or really, really jumbo ones. Where's my red watering can? See, this is the thing about the garden. Your watering can is always at the opposite end of where you are. The bloody sunflowers died. And I'm really sad about it. So I was obviously jumped to the conclusion that it was sabotage from a from a sunflower competitor. I can only apologise for being a water show-off. If you want to listen to some bumbling, inexpert person having a go in the garden, do tune in. Beep beep. Out of the way. Beep beep. <laughs> that's, uh, that's mine and the dog's language for move out my way now, dog. So he does. That's good, Joey. What are you doing? He's a good gardener's pal. He just basically hangs around, following you around, really. So I'm in my shed. It's half past nine at night. Which is how we talk to the children when it's gone bedtime. At night. It's ten o'clock at night, just to make it very dramatic for them. So it's half past nine at night. Birds are still tweeting. The sky's pinking up a bit over there. It's still very light. It won't go dark until about eleven or half eleven. It's northwest England. It's really nice, actually. And... Although it's been a bit cold today, we've just come back from a dog walk, so I'm a bit warm and keep, seem to have perked up with the energy levels, really. So I am rescuing two the final sunflower seeds that I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'll have a little go. I found them in the bottom of the packet and having realised that the seed packet was out of date, I um, abandoned all hope, but I thought, no, no, I'll just pop them into a bit of soil and see what happens and lo <laughs> we have uh, viable growth in the old sunflowers so I don't know what to do with them really I suppose I find a bigger pot and I pop them on so let's do that right what do I need a uh, trowel scalpel <laughs> Uh, compost pots. I know, let's find some terracotta, attractive terracotta pot that will look nice. There's one. And do you know what? I'm going to experiment. I've got a bigger one here too. I'll keep the bigger one outside. I'll take the little one inside just to see if in June a relatively young seedling can be left outside alone. Um, it's going against my better judgment, but do you know what? It's all about experimenting. Joey, what are you doing? What are you doing? No. Oh, I know. I know what that is. Joey, leave it. What he's got is an interest in my little... I say waste paper basket, but it's actually a bucket in the shed where I put all my stuff that can't be composted, stuff that needs to go to the bin. So without gathering loads of rubbish on the side, I just put it all in the bin and then sort it out later. And in it is the cardboard 
packaging of the fish blood and bone powder which went in the bottom of the salvia and I reckon that smells pretty good to Jerry even though it smells reasonably rank to the rest of us so I'm going to pop that up there out your way come on out of the way beep beep shift <laughs> right sunflowers do you know what some people talk about well, I've heard I've heard it said I've heard it told that sterilizing your pots when you go to use them is a really good idea what that means I don't know other than run them through the dishwasher put them in a boil pan of boiling water or put dis, you know disinfectant on them which I don't really want to do <sighs> to get rid of seeds larvae larvae larva larvae larvae very good with them I'm not very good with my language today I'm a bit tired now anyway so so I'm just going around it with my hand just to get all the you know spiders webs and that sort of stuff off tap it out without breaking the pot uh, maybe just break the pot my mind so everyone needs a bit of drainage for the bottom don't they right okay so that's the big one with the big crocs in it and this I have two very efficient crock pot pots so I've got small pieces for small pots large pieces for large pots I'm very pleased with that system you come up with these little things don't you right okay so a bit of compost and now we know from Delia about the importance of perlite I've now mixed a bag of compost and perlite so I don't need to do that every time that's all ready to go so I'm filling up the terracotta pot with a bit of compost. And I think what I've done in the past is really been quite strong and vigorous on patting down what goes in the, in the pot. And there's really no need to do that because I think it causes too much compacted soil. Tip the last of that bag in, it's finished actually. For the little, little roots to flourish. And we don't want that for this, these sunflower seeds, do we? Right. Will that do it? Probably be good enough for now. It's like it's been snowing, doesn't it, with all the perlite? Right, now, delicate operation to remove the sunflower seedlings without touching the roots or the stem down below because it's got beautiful hairs, little white hairs on. So it's sort of a bit of a leap of faith, really, where you pull using a leaf. And that's just going to go in there. Little finger hole for it. And tuck it in. Aww. I think now the kids are a bit older. The nurturing doesn't need to take place in the home. It can take place outside the home. And you know what? The same is true if you've got kids or you don't, or you have a career or you don't, or whatever. You nurture things, don't you? I think most people have an instinct for that. And a desire, or it might be a pet or something like that plants are very similar actually I think mm, I don't like those little noises of tearing that happen <laughs> oh well so this is number two what's happened is I've got I'm putting my finger and I'm hitting the crocs Let's shove a bit of more compost on top oh, I've got a feeling that's not going to be big enough right okay go on in there for a little while see what happens it's not the best time to make a decision when you've got a little seedling dangling in your hand 
about which pot to go in and to try and divert to make a new one. But you know, there we are. Uh, right, so those are two sunflowers, little terracotta pot, large terracotta pot. I'm going to put them in saucers of water because as we learned from a previous episode, the compost absorbs the moisture from the bottom, We've even without the roots coming through the bottom of the plant. Now this has been revolutionary for me. It's changed the way, it's a game changer. Changed the way I garden. One, two, one, two. Testing, testing. One, two little saucers there. For my, oh, that's too big. Inappropriately matched, I think. Oh God, I'm at that situation where I've got loads of saucers or trays out in the pots in the garden because it's summer, it's a good opportunity to catch um, rainwater. So I have nothing but either tiny, tiny saucers or really, really jumbo ones. So okay well what will feed a lot will feed a little won't it so just have to stick with that okay and i'm gonna bob those down the floor because i haven't got enough room for what i want to do all right jerry you're looking at those like you're eyeing them up where's my red watering can hmm? what have you done with it jerry have you eaten it where is it mm, let's have a look oh See, this is the thing about the garden. Your watering can is always at the opposite end of where you are. Or, or the item you need right there and then is always possibly like a 10 second, 20, 30 second walk, walk, walk away. So hang on. It's a, it's a little job, so I'll just use this slightly leaky watering can. Go around the back of the hover house to the water butt. Fill her up, Governor. You have to you sort of take your life in your hands around the back of here because there's a lot of mosquitoes hanging around the water butt. Having their water cooler moment. Right, let's have a look inside the water butt because it's been raining today. Oh, do you know what? That is joyful. Now, if you're listening in a dry place, I can only apologise for being a water show-off in the northwest of England because we have lots of it and it may sound sometimes to you like I'm being wasteful with my water but uh, do you know what we do use a lot of water in England or Britain but we get a lot of water as well so we're very 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 fortunate right okay sunflowers do what you need to do off you go grow I came into the garden after a weekend away, got back, sprang into the garden. Oh, look, isn't it lovely? Oh, the bloody sunflowers died. That's the bad news. Nothing more dramatic. Sorry, I was building, I was building the part up a little bit more, wasn't I? But um, yeah, I sprang out into the garden. Brilliant, lovely day. I'm going to do a bit of, oh, what's happened to the two metre high sunflower or seven or eight foot tall? sunflower let me show you what i mean i'm going to bring my red wine with us i don't think that's a problem it's a sunday night i've made a roast dinner i've been a hard working girl all day i'm going to have a little a little sip 
Yeah, so this beautiful sunflower is just, was, when I left it, glorious. Absolutely glorious. It had a big, going to be big dinner plate head on it. And honestly, I'm five foot two and it stands at, I'd say, getting on for eight foot. Which is flipping impressive. I have to say, it was like a show sunflower. And I got to it a few days ago and it's wilted. Nothing is wrong with it. It's still strong in the ground. It's not been blown over. And we did have a few gales over the, over the time I was away. But the leaves have wilted. They've all gone brown. It's like its water supply suddenly was cut off. And it just gave up the ghost. Oh my gosh, I was gutted. I must admit, I was feeling a bit down anyway. A bit <clears throat> hormonal. And it just tipped me over the edge. I was like, oh God, it's died. This bloody thing's died. And I am really sad about it. So I was obviously jumped to the conclusion that it was sabotage from a, from a sunflower competitor. I don't know, my fantasy head about entering it into a show. There was some competitor had come and like damaged it while we we're away. That was ridiculous though, isn't it? Um... <laughs> And why wouldn't they just rip it out or chop it up, right? So that's not happening. But what is next to it? And you may have heard me in previous episodes mention the naughty Nicotiana that isn't flowering. That's just like a massive jumbo mess of huge leaves. It just looks like a massive dock leaf, out of control dock leaf corner in, uh, in the Jasper Memorial bed, which is where the sunflower and the Nicotiana are. Next to some very healthy uh, flocks, which smell nice this time of year, and some salvia, and some hostas, which have come into life. They've got beautiful, very delicate purple lilac, nice lilac colour flowers on the top, next to the dahlias. You know, there's a lot going on. Everything else looks really healthy. So why would the sunflower just give up the ghost? And I felt, I thought back, is it chemical? Is it a problem with the chemicals? I have, under advice of my new friend, and I'll get onto that in a minute, my new friend, Rianne, um, gave the Nicotiana some tomorite, which is tomato feed, really, traditionally. And she said, no, 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 it's really good for bringing on flowers in plants that aren't flowering. So I bobbed a bit of that on a few weeks ago. And lo and behold, the Nicotiana has sprinted up to being about a metre tall. The leaves are disgusting. I have to say, I would warn against planting out an Nicotiana to anyone. I grew these from seed, so I, as you may remember, have no, I had no idea what size they would be. They're rather crammed in. But the leaves are sticky and smelly and... Yeah, anyway. We're getting some flowers now, just about. They better be good. Otherwise, that's it. That's the end of the journey for me and Nicotiana. Anyway, out standing tall above all of this chaos of beauty, is this wilted beanpole of sadness. Anyway, I thought it's not a chemical thing. Or oh, I don't know, it is it a chemical thing? Because a few days later, I'd put Miracle Grow on the other stuff. And on top of that, um, I'd put... Don't tell the RHS. Uh, no, sorry. Don't tell the don't tell the vegetarians that I'd put down a load of slug pellets to kill the snails. 
that were eating the dahlias and eating the hostas and going crackers. I don't know about you, but I've had a massive snail problem this year with all the wet and the heat and the glorious conditions that snails can get it off with each other and procreate. And we've just been overwhelmed, really. So I've got this new friend who knows about gardening. And I met her a couple of Sundays ago at my father-in-law's 80th birthday get-together. And she was up from South Wales. And she's the best friend of my mother-in-law. Anyway, I've met Rhianne a couple of times. not really chatted too much to her. Got chatting in the kitchen, as you do. And turns out she's a mad keen gardener. And, and she's retired, I suppose. She's too young to retire, but... Um, finished her big corporate job and decided she was going to do the Royal Horticultural Society course, a whole year of learning about plants and stuff. And so I heard this, I was like, wow, okay, I'm like completely at the beginner's scale of all of that. I've got a garden podcast. It's called My Garden Podcast. If you want to listen to some bumbling, inexpert person having a go in the garden, do tune in, Rianne. And she said she would, so um, that's nice. But also I was able to pick her brain about such things as my non-flowering Nicotiana, my kind of crappy tomato plants that never gave out, the strawberries that weren't fruiting. And then we exchanged numbers, and now I'm able to... Oh, it's a direct line to intel anyway she said i don't know myself but i'm meeting up with some of my course mates i'll ask them and i'll also email the tutors on the course i've got a hotline to the experts which is fabulously reassuring so that's how i know about what might have occurred here so i contacted my new mate rianne to say to her look i've done the tomorite thing that you suggested but then I did Miracle Grow, and then I did Slugs. Is that what has killed my beautiful sunflower? And her reply is that no. She says the tomato feed and the Miracle Grow as a cocktail will have absolutely no ill effect on the sunflower unless they were used in extremely high doses. Now, I didn't do that, and the rest of the bed is fine. So. Uh, many gardeners use both products on the same plants with no ill effects. Uh, miracle grow for strong growth and general health and tomato food to promote flower and fruit so now we know it's good to have an expert isn't it just <laughs> who knows what they're doing but the symptoms of the wilting are much more consistent with the plant not being able to take up enough water sunflowers often show signs of dry soils before other plants due to the height and the water they need to travel of course right okay so if you're confident it's always been watered well and no i'm not actually I'm not. I was resting on my laurels thinking the occasional downpour that we've been experiencing would be enough. But looking at the setup the poor sunflower has, the naughty Nicotiana is just dominating the skyline, I suppose, and, and taking any water away and it doesn't land on the soil. <sighs> Talking quite a lot about this, aren't I? I'm very passionate about this sunflower and I'll tell you why. Because not only do I feel like I've goofed it and not given it the water it needs, and it died. But I was having a cup of tea today. just happened to glance up at it, because I didn't pull it out of the ground immediately. I wanted to show my husband it and go, oh my God, look at the, look at the devastation, right? It's, it's, flower, it's flowering. 
It's flowering. And not only that, there's another flower. It's going to be a double header. So I sprang to the, the hose and gave it a massive drink, not just a good drink, a massive drink direct to the soil. And I'm going to pay close attention to it. I've snipped off the, the brown, poor, dry, crispy leaves. And um, there's a few left up here. I can't see how crunchy that is. I can't reach them to cut them off. So they're just going to have to... God, that's just awful. Stay there. But behind them are new, is new growth. So I have everything crossed for my poorly sunflower. I can only say sorry to it. Sorry, sunflower. It was lovely knowing you. But fingers crossed you might just develop and rise from the ashes. But I'll be looking after it for a, w a little while longer. Sod the Nicotiana, they can do their own thing, but ah, oh, sunflowers all the way for me.